welcome to Pop Pops, my take your order. Hi, yes. I um I I'm I'm here to get the, the spicy chicken sandwich. We um I think we all out of spice. Hold on. We got any more spicy chicken? They said it's gonna be about forty five minutes on Forty five minutes. Yes, sir. About I mean I just stood minutes. in this line for like thirty minutes already to get to the counter. So y'all couldn't announce that. Wait, y'all couldn't announce that. They like, about to go. They had to go line? run. They about to go run and get some chicken breast right now. Okay, no, that's not gonna work chicken. for me. Would I know like somebody. No, I want my spicy chicken sandwich, and no. I know somebody's got some well, back there. You need to take your ass to Chick Fil A or Wendy's. I'm sure they got no. And what kind of customer service is this? See, if you had half the customer services Chick Fil A had, then we would be wasting everybody's time. Well, everybody here gonna have to wait anyway. Like I said, we got forty five minutes on chicken sandwich. You need to go that. You can wait, or you can make your own chicken sandwich at home. Let me speak to a manager. I am the manager. Uh, okay, see, terrible customer service. Reverse the camera. <laughs> no, won't you reverse back that counter and go get my chicken sandwich? So we ain't got time for you to talk about these chicken sandwiches. I got to do this, and we got a whole show to do. I have to talk about what's going on in pop culture. I have to talk about what's coming down the pipeline as far as TV, movies, music, all of that, sir. Okay. Now, you just need to sit over there, grab yourself a glass of cold pop, and we about to move on with this show. Goodbye. Everybody and welcome to another episode of Cold Pop. Welcome back. It's your boy Trent Rashad and I'm Marcus Drew Steele and the chicken sandwich is all the rage this week. So we're definitely it talking really about is. that. It really is. It's it's a little out of control. Very much so. Twitter has been nothing but Popeyes. There's definitely been some Twitter beef about this chicken for quite some <laughs> Pun time. Intended. Pun intended. <laughs> Pun intended. So, you know, we have so much to talk about, but first, let's recap the weekend. Absolutely. Um, what did you do this past weekend? Why don't you start? Oh, gosh. So, I, I feel like that there was a lot going on. You know, I've been talking a little bit about how I needed to get away from work. I needed some vacation, and I did take that vacation time. Mm -hmm. I did a little bit of a staycation. Uh, so, we had, um, I had some time to myself as well as some time with Bay. Um so one of the things that I did was got on YouTube, of course, and went down this rabbit hole. And you know how YouTube yeah, I would is. Say you and these you YouTube just, rabbit holes. You'll just get down it. One of the things, very dangerous. let me tell you what I'm so obsessed with right now. Okay. And I feel like I probably watched about 387 of them. <laughs> is the Larry King, If You Only Knew segments. Oh, So if yeah, you're familiar yeah. all with Larry King, okay. and he always brings on celebrity stars, um, people from, you know, the media... And at the end of the interview, he does this, if you only knew. And he asks them, like, all of these rapid-fire questions. Mm -hmm. Very similar to what we have right now on the podcast. If you haven't listened to those listeners, make sure that you do. But I've seen a couple of those. So, it's just so interesting to kind of hear them talk about some of these things. And so, um, of course, I'm watching Everyone Black. I've watched all of the black people. <laughs> have you seen Amanda you Seals? I did watch okay. Amanda Seals. Yeah, I watched that. Um, and so, like, they'll I think have, I saw Chelsea Handler. They have too. one for I, I haven't seen that one. Okay, but they have Chelsea like Chelsea Handlers. They have I think Issa Rae has one. Yvonne yeah. Orji. Mm -hmm. um, lots of lots of people. I just feel like I just named the entire Insecure cast. But <laughs> <You did. laughs> they have a lot more. Um, so Nick Cannon, 
Um, my mind is drawing a blank now, but I went down that entire rabbit hole this so, past weekend. Wait, how did you get turned on to these? Like, what got you down this? I actually hole? started watching the one uh, he did with Trixie Mattel. Uh, okay. I saw that funny. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah I saw it. I was like, oh my gosh, yeah. this is cracking me up. And so I just kept watching and watching, and then. Next thing you know, it was Monday. <laughs> so that's how that happened. But also, I planned a little of like a like a little bit of a, like a couples retreat mm-hmm. for me and Bay. So we're coming up on two years now, and I kind of I thought it was important to kind of take like a pulse of where we are, and you know, what are we doing? Is everything good as it could be? Like I'm definitely like a program person at heart so you like are. i'm always coming up with like are. activities and i want to be creative yeah so <laughs> i'm always doing things like that and so i designed something for us this past weekend that just to kind of you know help us get ready to kind of step into um year two well it'll be year, year three, three. Yeah. so year something three. to help us you know step into year three um and get excited about that we made sushi um Together a lot of sex home. in the city. <laughs> a lot of sex in the city, but it was our first date. So we that's the first, like, we went out for sushi. And so I thought it was kind of poetic and romantic to do. So you didn't get do. on the table and put it all over you? and So no, I wasn't oh, okay. going to be doing all of that. And gotcha. Nobody's got time for all So that. you weren't committed. No wasabi. <laughs> no commitment. <laughs> getting in any Places of Places one should never purses. get wasabi. No. So yeah, none of that was going to happen. But it was cute. Um, it was a cute little retreat. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I've been on my fitness thing too. So yeah, I, feel like I saw. That's, you know, I've been trying Kudos. to do that. Y'all just lift me up Kudos. in prayer. Keep Pray that I stay away from all the Popeye chicken sandwiches right. and the cheeseburgers. And that I just, you know, I hold tightly and press on to the gym as do I've it. been doing. So, um, I oh, one thing I didn't tell you. I, um, I experimented this with week with what? juicing. Okay. Wait, so do you I did, have a juicer? No. So okay. I bought like a one day juice cleanse. Okay. Oh, I remember you saying Just something. Just to see if yeah, I yeah. could do it. So I've been really interested in juicing. I think it's something that I want to look more into, but I okay. started this week. Just to kind of see if I could do, I was like, let me just buy this one day juice cleanse to see if I can do it. What? How many juices were in the one day so juice in the, cleanse? So in this one day, there are six different juices. Okay. And Flavors. they all have different types of, yeah. Okay. So like they all have different types of things. And, you know, this one juice is, you'll drink this in the morning and that's okay. kind of to help you get like energized and things right. like that. And then there's a juice at night to kind of help you, you know, decompress from the day and, okay. and all of these things. And so I did it just to see if I, and I didn't do bad. I definitely did one day. Okay. Um, I I mean, it's hard to mess up one day. So it's I mean, definitely it's hard to mess up one day. You drink them all. Um, no. Uh, oh, okay. So I did not make it through all six of the juices. How many did you drink? I think I drank maybe three. Oh, so wait, so why only just, three? The other ones did not taste as great as I would have liked them to taste. So I drank down them. I drank the ones that I thought were the best okay. tasted. <laughs> okay. And then I just kind of did water oh, okay. for the rest. Okay. Um, but I ended up drinking those last three juices like on just different days. Different days. It's like right. meal replacements. Okay. okay. But it was interesting. It um I think one of the things I found out is that I did get a lot of energy. I okay. had a lot of energy that morning. So mm-hmm. like I started out really strong. Um and now that I have this one day under my belt, I kinda wanna take it to the next level and see 
if I can do maybe a three day and, and then, then maybe a, a five day okay. or a, wait, hold on, hold on. <laughs> um, but like to kind of just see what, you know, taking it one step at a time. So listeners stay tuned. If you have any thoughts about juicing or know any great places in Chicago that do juice, I've done a little bit of research. I just bought a store bought one. Um, I forget the name of it. I don't have it. Forgive me. I'll try to put it somewhere on the Instagram uh, so that people are aware. But, or if you're interested in doing this juice journey with me, let me know. Nice. Yeah. Shout out. Come on, Juice. Ciao. <laughs> Come on, Juice. It ain't my fault, my right? Juice, baby. <laughs> it ain't my fault. I feel like we have the same brain sometimes. I think it's a so too. Scary. <laughs> um, what did I do this weekend? I kept it real low key, actually. Um, Reconnected with some friends, went out on the town a couple of nights. Uh, what did we do? Oh, I went to a brunch on Saturday, um, met some new people. Um, you went to brunch with me, too, on Sunday. Yeah, I'm getting there. So you there. was brunching, honey. Whoa, whoa, I'm you getting there. Grabbing um, bites. Grabbing bites. You know, having a uh, stick and move. Um, on Saturday, I went to a brunch and actually uh, turned a few people onto the podcast. So if you're listening... Hello, new friends from brunch on Saturday, this past Saturday. Um, yeah, I did that, and then we ended up going out afterwards that night and then went to brunch on Sunday with you as well as a couple other people. Um, I actually liked that spot. I, didn't, I wasn't, didn't really eat much when we were there before, but I did like the atmosphere, and I like... Thank you. I, that Thank part you. of the neighborhood, well, what neighborhood is that in? Wicker Park, technically? Yeah. Okay. Wicker. For some reason, I had never been to that part of Wicker Park. Or maybe that street was just unfamiliar to me. I don't know. But um, it was nice. It was nice. It was a good atmosphere. Everybody in the restaurant was nice. Um, it felt. It definitely felt very where we're from. Um, with the cafeteria trays. Hold on. Where we're from? Up. Girl, we are not from the same place. Kentucky? I mean, it did not feel like Kentucky in there. Oh, it didn't to you? It did to me. Oh, okay. What did it feel like to you? Um, a little bit more southern than Kentucky. Oh, I mean, it felt maybe south. Tennessee, Alabama. Yeah, a little bit farther okay, south. Okay, okay. That's fair. That's It did. It did. Um, they had some unique, like, the, what, the utensils and just the cutlery and plates and stuff. Like, they were like cafeteria trays. And right. They had, the one thing I guess I wasn't too fond of is they had like all the utensils already sitting on the table. That's like somebody could have been like licking those or something. You know how these kids is doing nowadays Child, in the grocery store. Ice creams and stuff. Right. Yep. So, I mean, that seemed a little unsanitary to me. What was the name of the restaurant? Um, Ina Maze. Ina Maze. Or Ina Maze or Ina, something like yeah. that. Um, and it wasn't like, what did it say? It had something else to it. It was like, packaged goods. There we go. Thank you. Um, it was a good place. I enjoyed it. Um, Animes Tavern and Packaged Goods. Yeah, yeah. So it was, it was a nice place and it was a, it was a nice day out and it was what? Same day as the Aaron Waters show. So the jets <laughs> were flying over, overhead. Yeah, I didn't make it. I didn't make it either. So, but yeah, um, other than that, just a pretty low key weekend. That's yeah. about it. One thing I forgot to tell you that I did, I, I did a movie screening oh, on yeah, yeah, Monday, yeah. Okay. which was so fun mm -hmm. like i love doing movies. so this was a movie screening that was basically um was this part of the black film festival no it wasn't part okay. of that but this was a black film okay and it was um a film that doesn't have an actual release date well actually i did look it up i think they are going to give it a release date it's set to come out in november but it um i don't want to disclose the name of the film because they like signed me to this like uh, waiver of like you can't disclose like any of the information but really good movie starring sterling k brown that's all i'm gonna say um 
which I'm pretty sure he's going to be getting a um, the Academy Award, some kind of nomination if it does hit theaters. Who else is in the movie? Uh, a lot of other unknowns. Okay. One that you will know is Renee Elise Goldberry, who oh. was in the original Broadway cast of Hamilton. She plays nice. uh, Angelica Schuyler. She was so. also in uh, The Good Wife. That's how yeah. I know her. So nice. Uh, really good film. Really good film. So that cool. was fun. All right. Well, let's go ahead and get into our next segment entitled Woo Child. See. That's what I like to hear. <laughs> Professionalism. There we go. Professional fish. So, first things first. Um, if you don't mind me going first. Yeah, go for it. To this, to the longest, quietest celebrity <laughs> relationship. That we didn't we even say, know existed. Right. Well, we're now saying goodbye to um, Jamie Foxx and Katie Holmes. Apparently, they were dating for six years. Six years. Six long years. This was like Janet Jackson. That one Janet Jackson marriage that no one knew about. And the, that was like real quiet. I think she married a member of Elder Barge. And the baby. And like, child, here you go. <laughs> but. I mean, the, the tea, honey. Jamie and Katie yeah. are no longer. So what I thought was interesting, though, is that they recently did a red carpet appearance. If you remember at the Met Gala, they mm -hmm. were together. And so it's funny that like, okay, now they're being a little bit more public. That's right. when things start to right. kind of fall. Um, but it seems as though Jamie's already moving on or that's what people are led to believe. Um, so he now has who he's calling a mentee. Um, some some <sighs> this new definitely singer. deserves a woo child. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I can't remember exactly what her name is. It's like Sila... Uh, Sila, Sila with a V. I'm not sure exactly how to pronounce this. How do you pronounce that? Vav? Vave? Vave or Vave? Vave. Sila Vave. Anyway, she's a 21-year-old singer oh. that Jamie Foxx is now apparently mentoring. How old is Jamie? Jamie's got to be well into In his, his 40, 40s. Late 40s, probably. Yeah. Okay. But it's just interesting that... Um, that this is kind of all coming about now. Um, well, I mean, I think when it comes to like Hollywood relationships, by the time we find out that they're dating, they've probably been dating for a while. And by the time right. we find out that they've broken up, they've probably been broken up. Exactly. For a while. So, so we are, so this is now just surfacing about Jamie and Katie Holmes. Right. But it also appears that, I mean, they broke up back in May. I mean, right. I mean, and it's August. Going what do you September. think Siri calls Jamie? Uh, I don't think Jamie. <laughs> no, not like Uncle Jamie or Mr. Jamie. Probably just J Mr. Jamie. Stepdaddy. Yeah, because you know Tom ain't having that. <laughs> you know Tom ain't having that. Daddy who? Right. Girl, okay. Well, well, it sounds like Siri won't be calling him anything anymore since the couple are now... Um, Consciously uh, uncoupled. They're done. So... Okay. But I wish you both the best. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What do you have? Um, my woo child goes out to just a he'll hold your head up to Miss RBG Ruth Bader Ginsburg. She actually uh, just got a, uh, I think it was a malignant tumor removed from her pancreas. But um, every I I'm telling you, every time I get a news notification and it says breaking news and Ruth Bader Ruth Bader Ginsburg's name is in the title, I almost lose my breath because yeah. I'm just like. Please don't be dead. Yeah. Please don't be dead. Please don't be dead. And like they keep getting us. They keep being yeah. like, oh, well, she had this done and well, she had that done. And like it just scares the hell out of me. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Is she the oldest Supreme she Court is. 
of Supreme Court justice that we have, she standing is. Supreme Court justice at yes. 86, right? I she's think 86. She's older than that. No, she's 86. She, she's 86? She can't be older than that. Oh, I mean, well, Google it. Look it up. She has to be. She's 86. She's 86? Yeah. yeah I remember reading that. She's the oldest then. Yeah. But like, she's had a, a, a few, a slew of health problems lately. And so it's been very kind of nerve wracking because right now the Supreme Court is. Um, a mess. And right, that's why I said we need you. Hold we on, We need girl. her to hold on. <laughs> Change is coming. We need her to just hold on. So, because yeah. we don't need any more appointments from uh, this administration. But we know you can't keep a good woman down. You so, can't. Uh, big ups to RBG and yes. we wish you a speedy recovery. Absolutely. All right, what else you got? All right, so Dancing with the Stars. I have so much to say. Dancing with the Stars just recently announced their newest cast that's going to be coming to ABC. Um, and lots of names. So you have Hannah from The um, Bachelorette. Bachelorette. You Hannah have Brown. Christy Brinkley. You have... Um, Karamo. Yeah, Karamo Brown's going to be on there as well, which I was kind of like, uh, okay. But the one that is turning all kind of heads is former press secretary, or should I say former Trump press secretary, Sean Spicer. Has everyone in arms, including the host Tom Bergeron, mm-hmm. who was like, who's not having it. Who's I wouldn't a, be either. He's done a couple of statements, but this has a lot of people saying, "Woo, child, hold on, Dancing with the Stars. Why are y'all bringing him on here?" But like, we knew this was going to happen. Like Zach Braff just retweeted an old tweet he had back in 2017, where he was like, "Once this is over and done with, we can expect to see Sean Spicer on Dancing with the Stars." And then he retweeted it oh, for 2019 funny. and was like, this was meant to be a joke. I didn't think it was actually going to happen. That's actually pretty funny. And I'm like... that happened. Yeah. And so here we are. And so um, I have so much to say. Though. I mean, Sean is coming on. He's saying that he doesn't want the politics or his political history to kind of really take effect. He wants it to be a politics-free zone. I think we all know that that's pretty unrealistic. Absolutely. Considering the administration that he was linked to. Right. Um, Number- Trump is... Uh, tweeted his full support of Sean, by the way. I'm over Just it. want to let you know. I'm over it. <laughs> Number one, Sean is not a star. So why are you on Dancing with the Stars? You are an well, that infamous. Well, a lot of people before. That you're true, but <laughs> you are an infamous cog in this administration. Number one. Number two, like in this hate machine. Right. What is ABC doing? Like even casting. I well, I I know what ABC doing right. casting him. So exactly, I'm not fooled by that, but. This wasn't the move. This wasn't it. I don't think this was it. It definitely has people talking. Absolutely. And that's what they want. They want, uh, they want, what do they want? They want press around their show. Yeah. They want press, press around press, dancing around press, their show. Press, 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 press. Right. Um, Even if he goes home first. And I, 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 mark my words. We need to, if you hear it on this podcast, I guarantee you Sean Spicer is going home first. Look, and maybe all those people that voted for Trump. The first for this past election, they probably will be voting for Sean Spicer. So don't say that too quickly, just because you know it it might be that he's around for a while. He might win this whole thing. I if if I don't think agency would let that happen though. I (laughs) seriously no, I don't think they would let him win. I guarantee you, he's going home. Bruno and them are not about to let Bruno and Carrie and all of them judges. He's about to be getting ones across the board. Well, number one, he we know he can't dance. So now, let's look. be clear. We know he can't dance. Now, he can hit that cha cha. Child, he did cha cha at the press booth uh, too. 
Um, Sean, we know, you know your talent is lying. You need to stick to that, right, sweetheart. Right, but I don't support this at all. This is... I definitely don't support it either. I think that this... I mean, it has a lot of trash people on here. Lamar Odom's on here this year. Mm. Um, I know Karamo doesn't have a lot of fans right now. So oh, yeah, let's talk about definitely that. definitely out. Like, um, so it has a lot of people, a lot of problematic people who are not, who don't necessarily have the biggest fans. I think that this season... They're, they're calling it the underdog season. <laughs> or dancing with the czars. <laughs> what? Not the stars. With the the czars? I don't know. Okay, I don't something, know. Okay. Something off brand. <laughs> you know, okay. not, not name brand, but off gotcha. brand. Um, well, how do you feel about Karamo and his comments? This is the thing. And I will say, Karamo, I think, is one of those people who... Can't have, get out of his own way? No, I think he's really tried... <laughs> He tries to be the diplomat and he tries to come from this place of like, um, because he's the culture expert, the life coach. And I think he tries to come from this warm and fuzzy place all of the time. But in some spaces, it's not necessary to kind of always extend that olive branch. And I think that's what he was trying to do. I think he was trying to show some support and camaraderie for Sean when he was like, he was in support. He called Sean Spicer a really, really sweet guy and that, you know, he's willing to meet mm. us in the middle. We owe him that. Like, I think Karamo saying all of that was an attempt to just be a good castmate. I'm rolling my eyes so hard right now. But, I mean, clearly it has a lot of people up in arms. So I'm, much so, he uh, deleted his Twitter, Yeah, I think Sh- I Instagram. think Karamo is just trying to play the Hollywood game. But, I mean, the thing that... Uh, the, I've always felt some type of way about Karamo because of the things that he said. I think that, um, what was I getting ready to say? One of the things that he always says to like defend himself is that, you know, oh, well, I come from a background of social work, so it's just in my nature to do this, this, and that, and the mm-hmm. other. And like my whole thing is, is that we're like, well, you're not practicing social work right now. Like you're a celebrity, you know, you're a, you're, you're on this lifestyle show and you're, you're providing lifestyle help, but you're not officially practicing social work so like some of this just like what you were saying it's not needed it's like you know stop trying to bridge a gap on something that you can't bridge you know right Uh, at this point like sean spicer has done what he's done you know he's backed it up you know um or or doubled down on it excuse me not backed it up he's doubled down on on these on these statements and what he's done while he was working for the current administration and who cares if he's a nice guy like do you think okay all right, and I and I get I understand exactly what you I understand what you're saying and I understand where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. Okay. But do you think that in some spaces regardless of maybe what we're thinking up here as celebrities as people um do you think that there's also like a responsibility to be um to be unbiased and to be diplomatic. No, this is a dancing competition. You're not giving a Nobel Peace Prize speech. You're not okay. um, doing um, the State of the Union. This is a dance competition. I think Karamo would have been best off by saying, I don't have any comment on Sean. I wish him the best in the competition. Boom. Next question. Do you, Okay, so... It's funny because Karamo's queer eye castmate Bobby Burke also Came made a tweet. Defense. Yeah, I and saw. Then, okay, so in that he said, um, he what did he say? He was like, as of being on Dancing ABC with 
uh, Dancing with the Stars wasn't already one of the most grueling things anyone can put themselves through. Celebs now have to deal with the producers and casting, planting, uh, planting landmines to blow you up. Uh, he says, we've been trained over and over not to talk smack about anyone in interviews and trying to be nice as possible. But when being backed into a corner about voicing his opinions about Sean Spicer, Karamo's media training kicked in as we are trained to do. How do you feel about that statement? Media training should have been no comment. I wish him the best in the competition. Next question. I heard no comment is not always the best thing. That's As someone fine. who's been media trained. That's fine. Hello. Hello. I've been a member of the media. So, Since. And still am a member of the media. So I get it. But like, you don't have to answer. That's, and that's, that's the thing. You don't have to answer every question the media throws at you. If you don't want to answer it, don't answer it. I just don't think, give it, I don't think give people are giving Karamo a lot of gruff. I mean, um, and I think rightfully so, but like, stop so. feeling obligated to answer every question. If you don't, if you feel uncomfortable or think it's going to cause waves, don't answer it. Move on. I want to hear what you guys have to think. Let us know um, in the comments. I'll, we'll do a we'll do a specific post about this. Yes. Um, okay. I let's keep it moving. Um, the one thing I want to talk about, just as a a note. Uh, the Amazon rainforest is on fire right now. Um, apparently, it's been burning for the past couple of weeks, and the news kind of hit and saying that it was, um, what did they say, that it were wildfires, but now they're saying that they were actually being sparked by, um, you know, different people and stuff trying to push out indigenous tribes in the Amazon rainforest as a result of the current administration in Brazil and Sao Paulo. So mm. I don't know a lot about this. Lord but Jesus is fire. I know, right? The one thing I will say, though, is that, that a lot of people have been posting, and that is true, is that the Amazon rainfire, the Amazon rainfire, the Amazon rainforest <laughs> um, produces at least 20% of the oxygen that we breathe um, and is considered the quote-unquote lungs of the earth. So, I mean... This is really crazy that, you know, a lot of this, a lot of this vegetation and, you know, habitats and, you know, these indigenous tribes and stuff like that are being burned out of their homes and things are being lost. And so I definitely want to read up on this a little bit more. Yeah. What do we know what caused it? Uh, well, they're saying that it's not caused by like, you know, natural causes like in a wildfire, but that people are actually setting these fires wow. in the rainforest. So um, it's, it's, it's really crazy. And like I said, I don't know much about it, but I definitely thought it was worth mentioning. So I just wanted to, to kind of bring that up. Um, what else do you have for, uh, Wu Child? All right. Up next, Wu Child. So, um, Real Housewives of New York cast member, Bethany Frankel recently announced her exit from the franchise. Again. So, uh, this, this is like her second time leaving. I right? think this is her second time leaving. You know, sometimes the White Housewives will take a break. Uh, I think she had a lot go on her first departure. Um, with, what, what was it? Was the divorce? What it is, was the divorce yeah, yeah, that yeah. she had okay. um, with the guy from, after the spinoff. Mm -hmm. Bethany gets married. Right. Also, and, right. She had that whole marriage and then yeah, divorced him. And I, yeah, it was like a real big thing. I do remember that. But so with this, um, she has now made her exit from the franchise. And it sounds like she didn't let any of the cast members know. Oh, really? Yeah. So, based, uh, Ramona Singer, who is also one of the OG housewives from the New York franchise, was like, you know, I wish her the best. I respect her decision. I just think that she should have definitely let us know. And she didn't do that. This also, but this is right in line with Bethany because uh, she didn't let the cast know when she made her last departure either. So, um, I just find it very interesting that this is now... 
Um, the second time she's departing the show, we'll see if this sticks. Yes, no, maybe so. She says that she has a lot of other things coming down the pipeline. I personally feel like this was her bread and butter. I know that she has like the skinny girl franchise and a lot of things that she's did done. Did she have a talk show a at some point? She did have a failed talk show. <laughs> failed, okay. um, well, talk show that's <laughs> the no, no longer right. on. Failed. So it discontinued. Um, but it's just, I think for a lot of this, you know, these girls, they, they do housewives. And it can be a bit of a cycle. Like, right. you know, it's just, is season after season of the same old thing and wanted to kind of do more and wanted to have you know i think no one comes on these real housewives franchises saying that this is all they want to do ever, right. right a lot of them want to use it as a springboard to do something else potentially which so. i think bethany has done so she i'm has. really interested she to has. see now when now that she's leaving what is it that she's going to now put um, in its place. What? Out of all of the franchises, like, the ladies that I think have used their platform the best to kind of get where they wanted, I think Bethany is one of them. I think Nene is one of them. Of course. I think, um, what's old girl's name from Beverly Hills? Um, uh, she's got the restaurant. And she had Lisa the Vanderpump. Lisa Vanderpump has used it. And then they've had a lot of, like, stars come into the franchise, like Lisa Renna and right. another old girl came in that just came into Beverly Hills, an actress. Um, I don't know. Denise Richards. Oh, cool. Is on there, too, now. So. Right. So, I think, you know, I'm really excited to see her projects. What I have heard, and this is as reported through Deadline.com, is that Bethany did sign a multi-year deal with MGM Television and Mark Burnett to generate some unscripted TV projects that she's going to actually be the producer of. So oh, okay. that's actually really exciting. Um, and that she'll kind of continue to do some um, appearances on Shark Tank and things like that. All right. Well, you better hustle, Bethany. Yeah. So best of luck, girl. All right. Um, we got one more thing on here. I see that you've got. What is this? Let's talk about it. Oh, chicken sandwich gate. Oh, yeah, Popeye's child. <laughs> so, I mean, it's just, it's crazy with the battle of the chicken sandwiches. And so it was recently announced about Wendy's coming back with their spicy chicken nuggets. Of course. And then, you know, lo and behold, Popeye's comes out with a chicken sandwich and it's now supposed to rival Chick fil A's chicken sandwich. And so this whole thing on Twitter and social media has erupted. Um, there is a chicken sandwich shortage going on in multiple Popeyes across the nation. <laughs> you it's better just, give this news update. It Come is, on. It's crazy. What is going on? Now, I have not tried Me neither. the chicken sandwich. Me neither. Um, it's something on my list to do. Maybe after this, uh, now before I start my juicing thing back, is to try <laughs> one of these chicken sandwiches and see what all of the fuss is about. Mm -hmm. But have you seen... The photo of the Popeyes employee who was just like exhausted. People are up in arms about this like, because some people think it's super funny, and then other people are like mad that people are trying to use this photo as a meme because this hey, woman looks tired. She is. She's exhausted. Can you imagine? There was a video on Twitter that had her, and the song was "Truth Is I'm Tired." Exactly. Like no options of you. It's crazy. And I think, you know, I haven't seen this much uproar about chicken since Mary J. Blige's uh, Burger King commercial. Burger King commercial. Child. Spicy chicken sandwich. <laughs> um, and so I don't know what it is with our infatuation with chicken sandwiches. I don't um, know. But it seems as though that this is definitely 
it's become a monster. All I can say is is that black Twitter is real. We For know sure. this. And that the power of social media is unrankable. Right. And the power of the black dollar is as well. Absolutely. Which leads me going to be to my next segment when we come back. Oh. I want to talk a little bit about black businesses. All right. Well, we'll hit that right after this break. We'll be back, guys. So this is what we call an ad space. Yep. And your ad could go right here. So why not support Cold Pop Show and be a sponsor? Do you have an event? Do you have a business? Mm -hmm. Do you have something that you want to promote to the masses? Then leave an ad here. We're waiting for you. You don't need a lot of money, but we will take money. But you do need money. (laughs) But give us your ad. Give us your sponsorship yeah right here in this ad space of this break of cold pop all right and we're back you are listening to cold pop hello and let's move on to our next segment spiel Mm. what do you got for us this week one of the things that i want to talk about Um, I was recently reading and I found it really interesting that August is actually Black Business Month. Did you know that? I did not know that. I did not know that either. It's something I learned when I was today years old. But one of the things that I think that kind of keeps twisting in my mind is like, okay, number one, like, why didn't we know that? Right. And then how is that being promoted and celebrated through channels of like black twitter black social media and pop culture like i said we just got finished talking about the power of it right right? and how important that is to um to our culture and how we you know can build movements Mm -hmm. we've seen it we've built movements there's there's right now currently a chicken sandwich shortage we have done we have established big boycotts you know nationwide boycotts about things with the use of these tools and it's it's concerning to me just because i think that we you know i think that some people have the idea of supporting black and buying black and things like that but why why isn't it such a um why isn't it such routine or why isn't it like a um what's the word i'm looking for why isn't it a um, like a habitual thing or yeah like a habitual thing first. or a common thing for us to uh celebrate black businesses and supporting black businesses not just during the month of august but year throughout round. Yeah, yeah year round i don't know actually i mean i think we live in a world where um the economy is dominated by industry um it is dominated by brand name and is dom- dominated by um status Mm -hmm. and so i think with all of those different things you keep in mind sometimes a lot of the the locally owned businesses or black owned businesses um don't keep up or can't keep up because of that um i'm not necessarily saying that that's a a good thing because it's not a good thing um i think that a lot of people are more focused on looking a certain way or having a certain um style quote unquote or brand and a lot of these black especially black businesses and stuff suffer because of that and 
they don't get to be highlighted like a lot of these other big name businesses do. And I don't I don't really have the answer to how um, to elevate them. Right. But I guess my question, and I hear what you're saying. I guess my thing is with us as the gatekeepers mm-hmm. of that, right? Mm-hmm. Us as the gatekeepers of what's cool, what's hip, what's popping, all of that. Why isn't black businesses being elevated and lifted on a, you know, on a national scale? From what I've seen on Twitter, I will see people call out and say, oh man, I wish, you know, there was a black business who did this, or I wish that we had this, this, and this. And then when we get it, we're the first people to criticize it. Or like tear it down and be like, oh, I definitely well, I don't, think yes, yeah. I don't like this or I don't like that, mm-hmm. and then never give it a chance. You know, we're so finicky, and I think that that may be some of the issue. Yeah, I think I I totally understand that we can be very critical of one another. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the same vein, I feel like we we're not even giving each other a chance to be critical right. of one another because we're not supporting things like this i felt like this it being black business month this should have been everywhere like this should have been a full hashtag this should have been you know um all around supported through black twitter black and and the black community um i guess this hits home for me a little bit Mm -hmm. because come on give us your testimony you know my Dad was mm-hmm. a black business owner, mm-hmm. you know. My mom and, was a black business owner. And kind dad. of grew that from, you know, and grew this this family business uh, from, I mean, out of thin air. I mean, scraped and scraped and scraped with the help of the family to build this restaurant that's now been around for over 30 years. But I think it's... It's trying because I look at some black businesses, for instance, like our, I think for as long as we've been around, we should definitely be farther than we are. Right. And I think that that's partly because the support and buy-in, um, not only from the black community, but then also the support and buy-in from investors mm-hmm. and marketing people and things have not necessarily been... Um, as easily accessible. Well, I mean, the visibility comes from the top, you know. I mean, you have to have those people who have a a big platform, you know, highlighting some of these things. And not to say that there aren't those people aren't out there, but it's just not as frequent or as consistent, you know. And so that plays a part in it, I would assume. Yeah, it's it's really um, it's really eye opening to me, and I think it's making me a lot more conscious about supporting black businesses and i'm going to make it a hashtag you're going to see these posts from me coming in about you know celebrating the last month the last week of black business month but then also how do we do that um 365 how do we do that year round um so i think that that's one of the things that i've been contemplating this this entire week and you've got to keep in mind too like it's august which means the holiday season will be here before you know it and you know there's always that big push to shop local and so that's also a good time to you know highlight the the local black businesses in your area and you know maybe go to them to get your things for the you know this holiday season or something like that to kind of help lift them up or kind of help 
help them gain some more visibility. Yeah, and I think I think visibility and accessibility is a big question, right? Like, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, in some places, you know, there's not a lot of black businesses. You know, right. families don't necessarily have the resources to always buy black. In Chicago, I don't think there's... You have That's no excuse. Not an issue. Right. It's not <laughs> you an issue. You have no excuse. And so and I, a lot I of these figure that out. And a lot of these companies deliver, um, or you ship online, or right. you can shop online. So, I mean, even if you're living in a place where there's not a lot of black businesses, you could still support a black business in another city because they ship online or too. So. And one of the things that you'll hear constantly is like, well, black businesses, they're so expensive, or they right. charge too much, or things like that. And it's just like, okay, like, granted... Um, that's not necessarily always the case. Mm-hmm. Um, it might be the case for some. Right. I don't think that that is the majority of black businesses. I think it's also important that we as people educate ourselves on what are the black businesses that are around us. Right. Right. So just like highlighting that and making sure that we're being um, mindful of that and, you know, placing an asterisk or making it a point to go check in and see, like, instead of spending your money at, you know, mcdonald's for the 55th time this week like going and trying out a black business Mm -hmm. and you know supporting that so no no it's good that you say that because it just reminded me you know that i've been trying to do a better job of supporting black businesses like i just bought this um hair sponge uh it looks like a tennis racket but it was made he was actually on shark tank and he sold the Mm -hmm. product and got it going and i bought one from him and i love supporting that and i like it and it's worked so i mean you got to do a better job well, of doing instagram posts about it too okay i will thank absolutely. you absolutely perfect <laughs> all right so that's our segment for this week we'll be right back with our signature segment fizz or flat stay tuned Oh, so you've been listening to the Cold Pot Podcast, have you? And you're trying to figure out a way to promote your business, or maybe you're a burgeoning artist and you need some recognition. Well, haven't we got the right place for you? Do an ad space right here, right here on the Cold Pop Show. All you need to do is submit an email to adcoldpopshow at gmail.com to purchase your ad space right here on this podcast. All right, welcome back, and it is time for our signature segment entitled Fizz or Flat. You see, you felt that? I felt that. that felt I did good. not. I didn't feel it. I'm not I feeling it that. at all, actually. I felt that. I felt that. That was that, very... That felt good. That, that felt, was very That felt AKA. signature. <laughs> like, our Incorporated? Like, I was like, wait, what? I felt that. That was good. Um, right. Shout out to the Soros. <laughs> anyways, um, this is the segment where we give a fizz or a flat to the top trending things in pop culture this week. And boy, do we have a little bit of a list. So let's get it started off. What do you have, Trenton? First up for me... Uh, was, you know, I've always talked about how I'm sick and tired of these reboots and remakes and things. This is what I'm actually really excited about. I felt like I highlighted one last week. This week, I'm highlighting a TV show. I was reading, and it was announced that Proud Family is returning. You and me will always be tied. Okay, Solange. Thank you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you every single day. Right. I don't make me get but, it. So the Proud Family um, animated series, uh, which features Penny Proud and her family and friends, um, is coming back uh, to coming back to TV. 
through the Disney Plus service. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really excited. It seems as though it's going to be, we're not. It's going to be an older yeah, pin. Yeah, we're not picking up where we left off. This it's is like clearly a time a grown jump. Up pin. Shout out to Post for their epic time jump. Right. Uh, but it's going to be a time jump this time around. And so we're going to see an older penny, maybe see what the twins look like. Um, I, I saw just, a photo of Sugar Mama. I was ready to say it. I was, I was like, like, I just want to know Sugar Mama's alive. So I saw in the um, like kind of like they did like a little clip, yeah. and it was just a photo of Sugar Mama. So I was yeah. just like, Ooh, oh, okay. Um, I need Sugar Mama and the dog to be okay. Um, and her boyfriend. Do you remember her boyfriend? Uh, that was Ramon. Oh, what was it? Was it Ramon? I can't remember I what remember. his name was. Yeah. But I need her and her boyfriend. Hopefully they're married. I think that would be really cute if it was like their wedding. I want to see what grown-up Zoe looks like without the braces. I need to see okay. what grown-up La Cienega Dijonay look like. And was it Stevie? Sticky. Sticky. I want to see what grown-up Sticky looks like. Yeah. Clearly so. he won't be voiced by Orlando Bloom, I think. Or Brown. Orlando Brown. But it might be Bloom, because <laughs> Orlando Brown. Orlando Brown is not probably. We'll see exactly what. Do happens. we know if um, Tommy Davidson is coming back? What about sure. Kyla Pratt? I don't know that. And what about old girl from Family Matters who voiced uh, Sugar Mama? Um, Joe Marie Payton. Yeah. I don't know. And, um, and what Paula was it? Paula um, who Paula who, J Parker. Paula J Parker did uh, Trudy. Yes. And so I don't know who voiced the other girls. Which ones? Like uh, Dijonay and La Cienega. Dijonay was voiced by Karen um, White, okay. uh, who you probably remember from Different World and Oh yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah Lance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. Um, so that's really exciting. I, we do know that Tommy Davidson is coming back. He's yes. bringing it they back. They better bring back Kyla Pratt. So. Um, that's really excited, and then we'll see exactly who is coming down from that. Um, so uh, somebody I, said they need to give Penny some new shoes because these shoes she's got on is ain't it? Ooh. <laughs> Y'all leave Penny. Yeah. Uh, Kyla Pratt is coming back, Ooh, so that's okay. really excited. Okay, did you see? This? Is this real? So I don't know this. Or so is they this have. Fan art? So they've been doing. That's what I'm trying to figure out if it's okay. fan art or if it's you know actual uh, what's coming back, and so we'll see. Um, if the Gross Sisters, if they're making their return, um, and all of those things. Okay, but so are we giving this a fizz or a flat? This is definitely a fizz for me. Yeah, fizz for me too. I missed Proud Family. It was a good show. So I liked it. Yeah. Um, okay, well, moving on. Speaking of the Disney Plus service, let's just talk about that in general. That Disney launched that, and um, we can buy it now. And they have their first shows premiering in November. What do we think about this new streaming service amidst... All or amongst all of the other streaming services that are out there right now. As a person who does have cable, I'm not here for it. Like, I ain't got time for all of that. And that's fine. Um, I don't have time for all of these streaming services. I do HBO as it is right now. I don't plan to do anything else. Oh, I do have Prime. Amazon Prime. No, I have your Hulu. And And you have Netflix. Oh, I do have Netflix. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so maybe I do have some more. Get it together. Yeah, but I'm not, so <laughs> I'm not buying anymore. I'm already extended as so, far as streaming services. Apparently, there's supposed to be like a bundle to where you could get Hulu, Disney Plus, and ESPN and a bundle package for like $14 or something like that. I'm thinking I might do that so I'm that I can yours. just cancel. See, that's why I'm doing it. So that I can cancel my Hulu and do it in a bundle and get a new password. And, and I'll have stop it. using my shit. <laughs> 
He said, I'm using yours. I forgot you are using mine. Yeah. And that needs to stop. I'm going to start charging you, okay? You won't be charging me. I will be charging you. But we'll see exactly what... I'm getting it. I I want to see what else is going to be on there. It can't be just the Proud Family, so I have to see what else... I mean, they've got a lot of new original content. They just announced a DC-23 is happening in The Mandalorian. They just announced that. And Ming-Na Wen, who um, voiced Mulan, she's the star of that. Um, then of course you've got all of the Marvel movies, you got all the Dis- original Disney movies, no. all of the remakes, all of that's going to be on there. I'm getting Disney Plus. So I won't be. It sounds I'm as of it. right now, the Proud Family is the only thing that is sounding exciting to me. I'm getting it. So um, it's I'll a be, fizz for me, Sway. I might be bootlegging um, Proud Family reboot. <laughs> uh, it's a flat for me. I'm I'm tired of all the streaming services. They need to stop. And they're tired of you. Yeah. Okay, what else? So, um, right in time for VMAs, which will be happening, right in time for that, Missy Elliott has now released what people are calling an album. Uh, I don't, uh, maybe an uh, EP? Probably. Um, How many songs? It's like... Two three songs? It's it's technically, so it's five songs. Okay. But... The fifth song is song is track number four, just acapella. So it's really like four songs. Okay. okay. Um, but iconography, iconology, is, iconology. Thank you. Is her new, um, newest project that she's released. I'm not calling this an album just because it is four songs. Right. Like this is a single, child. This is like the singles that you used to go back and get that had like the number one single. And then <laughs> it had like maybe two or three other little songs, little right. fun, little yang yang yang. Around this the is house. just absolutely ab- obviously something for the video Vanguard. Award, yeah. She's so like, I need a new song. Let's promote something. Let me just put right. this out real quick. I feel right. like she was in there. She was like, all right, we're going to take this weekend and we're just going to knock out these four songs. Like, let's just get it. And then <laughs> uh, I'm going to record the video on Monday. Boom. And she did it. And she definitely made it happen. Um, and so Throw It Back is the name is of the, the single. It's the name of the single and, and video. the video that came out. What I like the video. Okay. I like the video. I think one of the things, and you guys have heard me say it before, this is not, we're not in the same video. um, We're not in the same era. Yeah, we're not in the same video era that we used to be in. And so people are not doing these crazy stories and crazy things. Even though this is Missy Elliott, I think that she is bringing, she brought some of her old stuff, but it's not, it's not like how it was before. Um, so I'll say this. I definitely campaigned for Missy to get the Video Vanguard Award. I think she absolutely deserves it. Do I like the video? Um, it's definitely very Missy. Uh, so, I mean, and there's a cameo from Tiana Taylor in it. So, yeah, I mean, okay. that was cute. Do I like the song? Um, not really. I need to, I think it's going to grow on me. I think if I heard it like in like at a party or something like that, I'd, yeah, I would like be feeling it. And you know, the funny thing is, is that for me, because it is Missy, it's too normal. It's too, like, it's a normal beat and a normal track. Like, there's nothing outlandish or weird or, you know, unique about it. It's like a normal song. It's just funny because I feel like the, this song, not so much, but other songs on this newest project sound very Lizzo to me. Mm. Um, and so I don't know if that was like a heavy inspired or maybe Lizzo just sounds very Missy because mm. Missy mm. Elliott is one of her inspirations. Definitely one of her inspirations. I don't, 
okay, maybe. I Not something that I'm thinking right now, but um, it sounds a little Lizzo-ish. Okay, interesting. Yeah, but definitely gets a, the, uh, the title song definitely gets a fizz for me. The video gets a fizz, the song gets a flat, but overall, Missy Elliott obviously gets a fizz. Like, come on, that's, that's a no-brainer for me. Yeah, like I said, like you said, I think it's just, this is in place of, uh, for the VMAs, and right. I'm, I'm here for it, that's fine. I'm really excited to see her perform. Me too, I'm excited to see that too. I think she's going to bring out a lot of, like, guest stars and stuff with her. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, last item that I have is the RuPaul Drag Race franchise is coming back. The RuPaul Drag Race franchise is working overtime. Definitely so. RuPaul is collecting checks. Checks. Trump um, checks. So, <laughs> Donald Trump. Um, but so it was just announced earlier this week that RuPaul um, Drag Race UK will have its first season this October. Um, is that when it premieres? Yep, it okay. premieres this October. So in about okay. two months, it will be coming to British Airwaves on the BBC. Um, on the BBC, and I think um, Graham Norton and I forget the other guy are going to be like the Carson Kressley and what's the other boy's name? Uh, who? Uh, on the show. So I know that Andrew Garfield was their first like guest judge. But I'm talking about like the main judges. Um, Do you know, on the normal drag races, Carson Kressley and Ross, and Ross Matthews. Matthews. Yeah, and oh. so Graham Norton and I forget the other guy, forget the other guy's name. They're going to be Alan Carr. Yeah, they're going to be them. Okay. On the BBC. Yep. And then Michelle Visage is on there. She'll be there. And, is there, um, and then I have a guest judge. So I know that other guest judges are going to be, like I said, Andrew Garfield, Twiggy is set to judge nice. to come in. Michaela uh, Cow from uh, Chewing Gum. Oh, okay. Um, and Black uh, Mirror, she'll be there. Cool. So I'm really excited. Um, oh, Macy Williams from uh, Game of Thrones, she'll be a guest judge. I know she was so crazy. I think it's going to be really yeah. exciting to see. I'm going to try to find some kind of oh, yeah. uh, streaming service to watch it, probably bootleg. But right. anyway, um, okay. I will be here for it. But so that's for the UK. So but wait, are we giving that a fizz or a flat? I'm giving all of it a fizz because okay. I think okay. it's time. But okay. um, one of the things that they also announced was that there will be another season of All Stars 5 and that there will be RuPaul season, season 12. 12 that will probably come she said this 2020. Year. I thought she said this year. I just don't see how it could happen in the what six months that we have left or at least one i think all stars would probably be all stars for sure but i think season 12 will probably come in 2020 so it would be back to back again like last time yeah with season four all stars four and season 11 and i know that we've talked a little bit about like is it overkill it seems like that there's a lot of these cycles that are coming through very similar to america's next top model which it just kind of became overkill right um are you here for it um I will. I, I think I'll. I'll stay true to what I said I've, on a previous episode. Is that I think after All Stars Five, they need to take a break on All Stars and okay. not do that anymore, and just focus on the original seasons um, and do one a year. And so hmm. after season twelve, that should be the only one for twenty twenty because I think they need right now. It's becoming very oversaturated, and so I, I think they need to leave us wanting more. And so do season twelve in twenty twenty. And then don't come back with season 13 until 2021. That that makes sense to me. I think that if this paired with Drag Race UK, it could be really, um, it could be good if they went to like just a yearly mm-hmm. cycle. Right. So do a cycle for yeah. the um, 
for the States and a cycle for UK. Yeah. I mean, and they did the same thing with Drag Race for Thailand, too. So, I mean, they... I couldn't get into that. I couldn't... Well, I mean, I just couldn't understand. Uh, even with the subtitles. I, no, not even that. But just the subtitles. I Yeah, I couldn't get into it that much either. Um, it, it's so funny that even with the subtitles, you're still missing some of the context of like what's happening. Oh, yeah. So I think that kind of threw it off for me. Um, any standouts from the UK season? No, I don't know any of oh, them. Really? So I'll be very intrigued to kind of see um, see how they do. The one thing I saw was I saw an interview with Michelle Visage on ET Entertainment tonight, and she was saying that she was like no shade like at all, but she was like how the US is more focused on looks with the queens, the UK is definitely more focused on like performances. And she was oh, like they see that. come with it with performances. I could definitely and see so that. And so that alone has me excited. Yeah. I am excited about the Vivian. Oh really? um who will be there. Okay. And I think that the um there's one that I think is just stunning. Gothy Kendall. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just like, are, are was, you basing these off of the promo looks, or did you no, know them so previous? Instagram? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Gothy Kendall go is like out of drag. It's like oof. trade, honey. Okay. Better okay. than uh, what's like a Kendall out of drag. Oh, really? Yeah. Black or white? He's white. Oh, okay. I'm about to take a look at all of the queens on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. but the Vivian and Gothy Kendall, I probably would say, are going to be. Mm, I I don't know yet. I want okay, to I want to see say, the first oh. I want to see the first episode, mm-hmm. and then that's I'll, I usually make I'll, my prediction. Then I'll say I think I was not far off with my prediction for season eleven when I was like, oh well, I know Brooklyn Heights is going to make it to the end, and then you know Evie Oddly was a fave, and then I was hoping Vanessa made it, and that yeah, was almost two out of three. Mm. <laughs> I can't remember who I was saying. Yeah, you definitely wanted Silky to make it. I like Silky from the Meet the Queens, but yeah. then once I saw episode, episode one, I was like, no, <laughs> absolutely not. So, so wait, I'm I'm gonna give all of this a fizz, but I think after this, they need to stop being so oversaturated and go to one a year and give All Stars a break for a couple years. Yeah, I don't want us to get into that eight uh, America's Next Top Model right thing where it was just. Too many girls, too many, and then it was some boys, and it was just crazy. It was chaos. Fizz out really quickly. So, but it gets a fizz for me as well. Okay. All right. So, anything else? No, I think that does it for me. All right. What are you taking away this week? Um, support black business. Me too. I mean, I think we're both. You have to say, I think that's the obvious question: is support black business. You know, if you see companies or you online and you seeing people producing take a minute to really do your research and look into them and support them as much as you can so take this last week listeners to support a black business tag a black business on your social media tag, tag us. us yeah as well so we can make sure that we're um doing justice i wish i would have known about this like at the beginning i would have probably did like this big campaign or a black right. business every week but um on to on tomorrow. And who says that we have to do it during August? Maybe right. it is I'd that say, we why just can't do we it. Carry it over so September. you might definitely yeah. see that coming down the pipeline from us here at Cold Pop. Nice. Well, as always, don't forget to follow us on social media at Old at Old Pop Show. Old Child. Do not listen to him. Follow us on Instagram at Old Cold at Old Right oh Child. Don't be listening to now him. Now you did it. Anyway, follow us on Instagram at, at Cold, Cold Pop, Pop Show. Show. And you can send us an email at, at coldpopshow at gmail.com. Okay, see, you you a mess. Well, no, you got Drunk. me. Sorry, I wouldn't have done that. Drunk. And then you can follow me on Instagram at Trenton Rashad. 
and on Twitter at TrentonRD. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Marcus Drew Steele with an E on the end. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, like, and share. Share, share with the share, friends, share. share with the family. Um, put it out everywhere, yes. everywhere you know. Post it and make sure you tag us in our in your post if you post it on Instagram. Write us on the bathroom stalls. Yes. Talk, I mean everywhere. Put okay? a little flyer up on the stop sign, through the little stickers, all of that stuff. There you go. So that's it from us. We'll see you guys next week. Thank you for listening. Thank you.